guys. Welcome back to Gaming Trim Podcast. This is Erica. And this is the most prodigious John. This episode is called Conventions, The Homescape. This week, we're going to talk about SDCC and Gen Con Online due to the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, we're all cosplaying at home right now, and the rest of our family is now realizing how crazy we actually are. <laughs> Sorry for everyone that's still live with their parents or have roommates. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we don't have to worry about any bodies in the basement, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into Game On. Game On! So the first thing I want to talk about is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NECA musical Mutagen tour figures being released. Oh, God, I'm looking at these things. I'm just remembering Vanilla Ice singing Vanilla Ninja Ninja Rap. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's amazing. I can never get tired of Team NNT like, figures. Like, I love it. <laughs> That's bad, because I actually have a shelf that has, like, when they first came out on, on store shelves. Yes, I'm aging myself again. I have the originals. No, I mean, you've seen my partner's collection. It's completely amazing. He used to have the full-blown, really tall figures of the Piggy and the other bad guy. Don't know the names. Bebop and Rocksteady. There we go. <laughs> Those are normal things. <laughs> My God. I know. I, like, like, I'm like three glasses of wine in right now. I can't I'm, think of names. <laughs> I, I'm tequila soup right now. <laughs> And I can remember Bebop and Roxy just because of Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. We were all promise. You guys are both like 10 plus years older than me. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember two names, okay? But yeah, no, I mean, he used to have like the huge figures, like the really big ones. Um, He had all the classic figures. He sold a lot of it over the years just because he's not that big of a fan into Team NT right now. But yeah, these these remind me of the good classics. Oh, the live action. Oh, I remember when those came out. And I was so young. So young. <laughs> it's really cute, though. Like, if you order this, you can get the t-shirt, a lanyard with a musical tour ID on it. You can get musical tickets, uh, a bag as well with it. There's some guitar picks that can come with it. I mean, it's completely adorable. Yeah, I, I do have to agree with that because the swag bag that comes with it is pretty awesome. Um, especially the little concert ticket that comes yes. with it. That is pretty, pretty dope right there. Right. Yes, I said an old word. Dope. Dope. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it was available in Target in stores for $24.99, but it did have the available bundle, which is all the stuff that it came with for Target.com for $149. <sighs> Oh, you know people have spent their hard-earned stimulus checks on this. <laughs> just part of it. Just part of it. Uh, but as we just said, you can get it at Target.com. For anyone who knows about Target releasing their goodies online, you oh God. know there's some crashing. And it happened majorly when they released the TMNT figures. There was major online crashing, and there were so many complaints. Well, what do you expect when you run servers based off Microsoft? <laughs> I do not agree. I agree. Like, you have to expect, number one, high traffic. Number two, bots. Screw you, bots. <laughs> Places like Target, Funko, Walmart. 
I don't understand how they can still have crashing websites knowing they're going to be selling something people are interested in. Because all of their servers are running off a 46 processor with a with a DSL line. That's what's happening. Because I mean, they be. believe that <laughs> IT department is a necessary evil, so they won't put money into it, and that's what happens. I agree. Yes, I'm a tech nerd. <laughs> what I'm surprised, though, is that McDonald's released a five-pack. Did you see this? They released a five-pack of the Funko figures of the original goodies, which is like the Hamburglar, you know, all of the original McDonald's characters. Not one oh. glitch. People got to buy what they needed to get. And I'm like, how is McDonald's online shop better than Target and Funko, y'all? How is this happening? Because McDonald's is a real estate agent that uses their ex- <laughs> all those servers for real estate to buy all the rest- land I for mean, the restaurants. It's just insane. I'm like, y'all, like, you got to step it up, man. You got there, There's obviously some issues. Oh, yes, of course there is. But like I said, they run a 486. <laughs> and a DSL with a 14.4 modem. Not fun. Not fun at all. And yes, I am just rambling now. One of the biggest differences with SDCC this year is that there were panels and they were hosted online. Before, you had to go there in person to see any of the panels. Also this year, because of the coronavirus, all of the panels were pre-recorded. And even though, for the first time ever, we were able to see these panels and people were complaining. But I'm kind of like... Why are you complaining when this is the first time we can see panels? I, I understand that. What they were really upset about, from what I, my best guess is, is they're all ready to go to San Diego Comic Con and show off their cosplay, and they couldn't do it. I know friends who personally were not planning on going to SDCC. They cannot go to SDCC. They were watching the panels, and they were upset, like, I can't message questions, and I can't da 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 I'm like, you weren't even going to go there and you're lucky lucky enough to see pre-recorded panels. Like, you should be happy. <laughs> I don't know, but people are still going to complain. That's just how it is. <sighs> America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is, this is a good prototype. A very good prototype where you got this. Okay, they can work out some of the kinks to try to have it more, but I can understand why they didn't do it live. Was coronavirus concerns, social distancing. You can't really hear what they're saying with the mask. And especially if you're audio, you're hearing impaired, you can't read lips. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but it's it's true. Oh, yeah. But it's a good beta. I agree. I would love to see them do more recorded episodes. I would love for them to do more online activities for people who can't go. I would love to see them branch out on that. Oh, yes. And you know, eventually they're going to have a Roomba with a stick on it that is (laughs) going to have a 360 camera that you can log into and it'll rover, they'll clean the floors as it goes around. You can see everything in the con. Log in if you pay. (laughs) Uh, It's it's okay. The DLC is only $39.95 per minute. (laughs) This is a thing that I was actually looking forward to. I'm a huge poster and art collector and there are some great, great posters that were sold over this week. If anyone who's in the poster collecting community, they know that there's Mondo, Bottleneck, Hero Complex, and Mondo and Bottleneck sold some really good stuff over this week. And I'm today years old that I found out about this. <laughs> so they usually do go to SDCC and they do sell their posters there. Uh, they usually have people come in, pick numbers, um, like, you know, when we used to go to, like, Fiesta when we were a kid and you'd have to, like, get those numbers off those number wheels to see the deli manager? 
Okay, for some reason I kept thinking Fiesta Texas, but okay, Fiesta. <laughs> yeah, Fiesta, yes. right. Yeah, right. The, that right. horrible red thing, you pick yes. a number off of it, and then they skip your number because someone hit the button twice, <laughs> and then you got to yell at them in Spanish, and they didn't realize this half breed could do it. <laughs> yeah. Es, es tu nombre. <laughs> At, uh, at SDCC, they usually have like a number reel and you get your number and they call you up or whatever. And you just have to make sure you're there. Anyway, this year, luckily enough, they posted all of these great, amazing posters online. Some of the most popular ones were the House of X dash uh, Power of X posters. They're by Matt Taylor. <laughs> Matt Taylor makes amazing posters. Uh, some great variants. Uh, another great, great one was, uh, again, the House of X ones, where if you can see it, they're the latitude pictures, and it's almost like the 90 visuals of the X-Men, and it's mm-hmm. like all the characters all in the poster. Uh, yes, I'm actually looking at that right now. Yes, and then X-Men, Children of Adam. I love Children of Adam. I love all their posters. This one is another good one that came out. They had a lot of great enamel pins, which I love from Mondo. I have a good, like, 10 plus pins from them. <laughs> See, I love I love enamel pins, but unfortunately all they do is sit on the shelf because I can't really put them on my magic bag of holding because I've lost a couple of them going through the crowd at Comic Palooza. What I do is that my partner, he actually bought these um, locking mechanism backs for his pins. I can actually give you a link for that where they actually lock in. You have to push in and then pull out to get them to come out. So they're great for if you want to put them on your backpack. Yeah, okay. Uh, what I do... <laughs> Good night, everybody. What I do is I actually have shadow boxes for my enamel pins, and I hang them on my wall in my living room. Okay, yeah, that makes you sense. You can buy a shadow box from uh, Michael's, 14 bucks, and you can put, like, I want to say 30 enamel pins in it, and you can display them in your own home. Okay, that means I have to rearrange because I got a bunch of posters I've been getting from the swag bags at different cons, and that's <laughs> that's all of my artwork across everything. Plus a random one I found in a store that is a girl talking to a squirrel in the woods. But yeah. Interesting. It's a painting. A great game that Mondo released is called King of Movies. It's the Leonard molten game and it's a movie game it's supposed to be pretty good i don't really know the extent of it but it looks pretty fun um i know some people who've bought it they released some amazing witcher posters toss a coin to your witcher (laughs) and and i know you'll love this they sold a halo print by matt ryan tobin I must say, personally, I probably have five or six posters by Matt Matt Ryan, and I love them. Uh, but this is for the new Halo Infinite line. Oh, everything's just sh- shouting. Just I, I cannot financially handle this right now. <laughs> if, if you buy these posters outright, they're not that expensive. I think that poster was like either 50 or 75 bucks. If you're a poster, <laughs> I love how you're like, oh, that's so much money. If you try to go on eBay and buy these, I think they're in the 250 300 price range right now. Uh, what a lot of people do these is they buy these posters and they flip them on eBay. Oh, well, yeah. That's the American way. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> uh, another great poster is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yes. Yes. And again, Matt Ryan Tobin. 
amazing, amazing guy. Uh, you could have bought this for 50 bucks. Uh, I think, again, it's like you go on eBay, it's 250 to $300. It's a good poster. Some posters that I bought myself were How to Train Your Dragon. I got the original and the variant, and these are by Ken Taylor. Uh, the original was 50 bucks, and the variant was 70 And they're going around $200, both of them. Regular price, they might increase later on. I'm looking at the Star Wars one right now. And it's like, yes, this is so like, yes, amazing. that one sold out seconds, bra seconds. Mondo isn't as good as Bottleneck with bots. Bottleneck is super serious. <laughs> if they find out that you are are using bots to buy your posters, they will send you an email, pretty much say fuck you, and then refund you. Like, Mondo is trying to get a little bit better, but they're not as good as Bottleneck. These posters, I want to say they're around $400 on eBay right now. Oh, snap. Yes. I mean, amazing, amazing posters. And then again, they had some really good Batman ones uh, with the Joker, the Dark Knight. Uh, They had a lot of puzzles sold this week. I mean, all in all, Mondo, amazing amazing vendor that always does well during SDCC. Mm. Still, I'm just scrolling through all of these things like, these are pretty. <laughs> if if you love Star Wars, you should have seen the ones that Bottleneck released. Bottleneck released a lot of Star Wars prints. I want to say two or three different kinds. And again, they're going for a lot of money. I want to say between $200 $300. They also released Three different Terminator variants, and they are all amazing. And again, I got a copy of each one. Amazing. Gosh, they released some Jaws prints, some Blade Runner prints. I know you love Blade Runner. I swear swear they release a new poster for Blade Runner every other month. I get the cult classic part of it, but a lot of people love it for some reason. You need to watch Blade Runner with me. That's what I've it seen needs to come it. Down I've to. seen Blade Runner. I've seen the sequel. I, I get it. No, 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 I, no, I no, like no, the no. visuals. If, if you're gonna watch Blade Runner, you have to watch the director's cut. It Maybe is a it lot is. better. I love the visuals. I understand why they make so many posters of it because there's so much visually to grasp and to get onto like you could be like i want to make a poster of that scene i want to make a i I get it but at the same time i'm like there's already a hundred posters out there (laughs) oh yeah but you know it's one of those wonderful things where it's like everything is so visually amazing Mm -hmm. and it's just like just tickles the optic nerve (laughs) one thing that i did love about this week is that funko actually raised some money oh yes so funko teamed up with ebay and they sold their prototypes to raise money for the NAACP. okay yeah great cause i, I love what they're doing but fuck you funko <laughs> and your websites because they are shit so they were selling some stuff i want to say around seven or eight cst Whenever they did their con exclusives, uh, my partner and I wanted to get some Masters of the Universe pops. And we're literally in the online queue for 30 minutes. We got to the checkout and it kept loading the price for shipping. And it kept loading for 30 minutes. And then finally around like 8 p.m., we were able to check out. And then it says, your pops are no longer available. We were there, like, at 7 p.m., 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Because people were complaining on Twitter. And, and, and then they were saying, don't refresh your page. Don't refresh it. It will come up eventually. It did not. They lied. <laughs> well, if you refresh your page, you lose your place in line. That's what they're, they're, they're covering, they're covering their butts on that. But it's one of those things, the same thing, like whenever tickets come up for San Diego Comic Con every year, you get on there, you have to keep hitting that click button constantly until it goes, Oh, okay. You bought it. Yeah. If you're a fraction of a second off, guess what? 2000 tickets just got sold and you're done. Exactly. It's sad, uh, but luckily we were f- we were able to find like an Austrian website that sold these pops, and the American dollar is good versus the Austrian money, so we were able to get the pops. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the exchange rate. <laughs> we just have to pay like thirty dollars in shipping. <laughs> I know that we love SDCC, but another great convention happened this weekend. Yes, and I missed everything on it. It was good. Gen Con 2020. Oh, Gen Con, the one I keep wanting to go to and never be able to. Now I can't because of the pandemic. It, it's like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like where do they, they hold it in like, what, like South Dakota or Utah or one of those states. Yes, one of those fun states where it's easily social distance because there's only like <laughs> 5.3 people per square mile. I don't think you've ever seen the interior of Gen Con. It is, it is stacked, bro. Like, it is stacked full of people. Oh, I know. Mm, it's like when I went to New York Comic Con. Luckily, Gaming Train was able to tune in online and look at some panels, and we found some pretty interesting games. Oh, yes. Please tell us more. So our first one that I found was Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's a tabletop hobby miniature game set in a Marvel universe. Players assemble, paint, and collect an ever-expanding line of highly detailed plastic miniatures representing iconic Marvel characters. Players choose characters from their collections to form their own Marvel-inspired dream team, and then pit their chosen forces against each other on an interactive tabletop where the very terrain itself can be thrown, crashed into, and destroyed during the super-powered showdown. So all I can think is right now, if you've ever seen anything of Warhammer 40k, (laughs) say goodbye to your wallet. So these miniatures are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love these miniatures. When actually I first saw them, I was like, wow, they're releasing these highly detailed painted miniatures and i looked at it and i'm like no these are painted by someone else like it's crazy these look like these were manufacturedly detailed i mean it's that pristine and as i said before say goodbye to your wallet (laughs) (laughs) oh because i'm looking at these things right now and it's like got thanos spider-man gwen spider-man green goblin ant-man wasp like they are extremely detailed. And my wall is quivering right now. <laughs> and then there was another game that was released that they taught, or at least they talked about. Yes, this is recommended by our tabletop editor, uh, Mike Dunn from Gaming Trend. It's called Control, spelled the exact same way as the control button on your keyboard CTRL. Players try to dominate a cube by crawling over it with their colored bricks, preferably covering other players' bricks along the way. In more detail, you start with a 3x3x3 cube that has one block of each player color stuck into one of the cube's holes. In a two-player game, each player controls two colors, but at the start of play, they secretly choose one of those colors to be their scoring color. 
with the other color serving as a blocking mechanism. Each player has a matching color flag that sticks out of their block. On a turn, a player removes their flag from its current location, adds one cube of their color to the side of any other blocks which such a move can be made. Then they grow their color by adding two bricks in a straight line from the block they just added, crawling around corners and covering other players' blocks if needed. To end your turn, plant your flag in one of your final blocks, ideally blocking where someone else might like to play, while also preserving future ground in which you can play. Once all the blocks have been placed, you calculate your score by looking at the structure from all four surrounding sides as well as the top and counting each unblocked square of your color that is visible. Thus, if you plant a block high up on the cube, you can possibly score five points for it since it it would be seen from all sides in the top, climb high and block others from blocking you. Why does this sound like a complicated version of sorry? It it, it does <laughs> a little bit cuz I'm looking at this thing right now and, and this game actually looks pretty good, but it's a little it seems a little bit complicated in the rules, complicated yet simplistic at the same time. Right. Like Legos on crack. Yeah, I think it's sorry on crack. That's what it looks. That's what it, exactly what it reminds me of. This is still kind of so you can actually build upwards and outwards, and then you got the flags shoved everywhere on this thing. It's like okay, huh? So this is how a virus works. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Con was amazing. Uh, they held some online competitions like Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Uh, they played some games on Twitch where everyone could come and join in. Uh, it was a great atmosphere. A lot of people who tuned in had a great and fun time. And I missed it. Let's go ahead and go into Shut Up and Take My Money. Shut Up and Take My Money. My wallet's gone. The first thing I want to talk about is the Walmart Masters of the Universe origin figures. So these have been showing up randomly. I want to say like the past month. But yesterday was their official release date in Walmarts. Oh, uh, because right now I'm, I'm looking at, at the whole... St- site right now with everything yes. that's Masters of the Universe. The origin figures, uh, they look exactly like the old school Master of the Universe figures with the bulky arms, bulky legs. They're new, and they're for Walmart. They also have some classic sets that you can buy, like He-Man with Battle Cat, Panther. Uh, they have some classic figurines, battle sets, and then they also have these cute little mini Castle Skulls with mystery figures in them. Ooh. And I'm part of a couple of Master of Universe um, fan sites, and they actually say on the bottom of the Castle Grey Skull, if you look at it, uh, there's different initials for the mystery figures in it. So if you look at the bottom, you can tell which figure comes in it. Okay, okay there you go. Actually, I actually had to retype this thing in because my $3 keyboard is going, hey, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I need a new keyboard, and they had it cheap at Micro Center. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, looking at this thing, like some of these things are pretty amazing because I remember a lot of these when I was a kid. Now, the right. main question I know everyone is going to ask is this: When you crack one open, does it have the new He-Man smell? 
I don't know. I honestly don't. I will let you know, though, because, again, uh, my job requires me to go to a lot of different stores. Some of those stores are Walmart. So I've been checking randomly throughout the week to see if they've gotten it in. They haven't. But the day that they finally got them in, I was off work. So next week, I am going into stores. And I'm going to try to get some of these. And I will open some of these figures. So I will definitely let you know what those smells are. Oh, but you don't know what Masters Universe new He-Man smell is. Yes, because Mattel actually did some reselling of the figures, and it had that classic smell. That smell that's not like anything else in the world. Yes. (laughs) Another goodie that I found. I want to call it the Hoodie of Gods, (laughs) but it's called the New Adventure Hoodie, the world's best hoodie via Kickstarter. Oh, my God. I'm looking at this thing, and there's like, wow. (laughs) This is a convention dream right here. It is. They say if this hoodie rips in the first five years that you own it, they will refund you totally and get you a new hoodie. Oh, snap. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about thumb hole mitts, three panel hood, return home tag, overlook stitching, elbow pads, password pocket, stash pocket, bottle opener. We have a drink pocket, center pocket. We have those kangaroo pockets for your hands. I mean, this thing is really stacked. Okay, you had me at thumb hole mitts. <laughs> so they had a goal of $10,000. They've already reached $210,000. We have 19 days to go. Oh, and how much is this thing? Oh, it's only a hundred bucks. <laughs> so the early bird price of it is $99. And if you wait after that, it is 109 But again, like I just said, everything is all American. Everything is made in America. The thread, where it's cut, where it's processed, everything. The people who work on the sweaters, it's all American. Looks like they're also going to make made in America actually mean something again. Exactly. Every sweater you buy, they plant three trees. Ooh. Yes, so it's eco-friendly as well. Do we get to pick the trees? (laughs) I don't think so. The sweater, or hoodie, if you want to call it. It's a hoodie. It is a hoodie. They come in eight different colors, and it is made by my favorite fabric, which is French terry fabric. Ooh. Yes. I can just feel that on my skin now. And if this didn't sell you on it already, you can make this hoodie into a pillow. Okay, now you got me. That, see, that's convent- <laughs> that is complete Comic Con, Anime Con stuff it right is. there. It is. It is. It is. It is the hoodie that you need. <laughs> like, I don't know how many times I've had to catch a nap at a con from walking 10.3 miles in five minutes. Yes, and it is only 2.2 pounds. I know that sounds heavy, but usually hoodies are around five pounds. That's nothing. You've seen my camera bag. Yeah, no, I'm saying. And that has a two-liter camel pack in it. (laughs) But just remember, guys, if you have this, your girl is going to try to steal it from you. (laughs) Nah, bitch, this is a $100 hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to stop her. Again, you can find this on Kickstarter, amongst a lot of other great ventures happening right now. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and go into Nani? Nani? What? <laughs> <laughs> TikTok! President Trump is trying to get rid of my baby TikTok! It is the ultimate troll, if you think about it. Because it's owned by a Chinese company. Microsoft was looking to buy it. 
So it can actually stay on U.S. shores. And there wasn't, a, they couldn't, the, the parent company that took that own TikTok in China and Microsoft couldn't come to a deal. Unfortunately, here's the thumb fun part. 90% of the users are U.S. citizens. I, I don't understand. Like, a lot of people are saying that TikTok, they want, like, Trump wants to get banned because they're bashing him. But it's like, how can you ban TikTok? And I understand there's a lot of like, oh, well, they track where you are. They do this. Bitch, Facebook does that. Like, Instagram does that. I don't. Every app that you have pulls information, tracks where you are. Honestly, if you don't want to be found out, don't have a cellular phone. Oh, yeah. But like I said, with this one, like I said, 90% of the user base is Americans. Well, they couldn't reach an agreement. So that's when Trump being the ultimate cyber troll that he is, he goes, okay, I'll just ban it. And there's the parent company going, oh, uh, yeah, we'll sell it. We'll sell it to Microsoft. And sure enough, it is saved because Microsoft is buying it right now. There's a, there's a lot of rumors that it's going to get banned. There's a lot of, I mean, because again, nothing is for sure until it's in paper. You get what I'm saying? Nothing is for sure until the money is handed over, until there's exchanging, handshakes. So I, I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen with the future of TikTok. A great thing that actually happened a couple days ago was uh, SpaceX returns. Yes, it did. Yes. And the first time in 45. Five years that a spacecraft has actually done a splash landing. They launched Hurley and Beckett into space on May 30th, and they were the first two human crew to be carried into orbit on an American rocket since 2011, when Hurley piloted the final flight of NASA's space shuttle Atlantis. The crew dragging docked to the International Space Station on May 31st, where it remained before beginning the return trip home Saturday. While on the space station, Hurley and Brickin conducted several spacewalks and contributed to the orbiting laboratories investigations as they completed more than a thousand orbits around the Earth. That is a lot of frequent flyer miles. Unfortunately, there's a lot of blackout dates. <laughs> the NASA demonstration mission is the first to be completed under the agency's commercial crew program. NASA intends to pay both SpaceX and Boeing to send astronauts to the ISS aboard seven-person capsules. SpaceX is also expected to charge the space agency $55 million per seat, while Boeing is projected to charge $90 million per seat, according to a 2019 report by NASA's Inspector General. $90 million, man. All I know is, this is awesome. We actually got people invest wanting to be interested in space again. Yes. Not other little things. Exploration. <laughs> it's very true. And I love it. <laughs> eventually we'll have a warp drive be able to go to under wonderful galaxies and then we'll find the borg and die i'm ex i'm excited that we're gonna have more people regular human beings venturing out into space uh hopefully one day um our outer space gods can see us worthy and visit us <laughs> so many things i could say to that but i can't really say on this show <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because as you know, NASA has said that there are other planets and there are aliens. Oh, of course there are aliens. Uh, I'm just glad they're not looking for just intelligent life, just life in general. But obviously they do not want to visit us. <laughs> no, we're out. We, Knowingly. We, it, it, Knowingly. In the Milky Way galaxy, we are out in the boonies. It is the equivalent. If you actually look at it, it's like, okay, I want to go to... 20 miles north of Midland. Just throw a dirt at the map. That, that is, is where we are true. in conjunction to yeah. Houston. 
there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. That makes sense. And then here we are hurling space junk. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. That is today's episode. You can download us, listen to us everywhere on all your major podcasters, uh, which is iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify now. You can talk to us and continue conversation in Discord. The link will be in the details of this podcast. You can follow me at the Raging Erica. And you can follow me at Dogfin Studios. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you.